Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Slut with Morals. I'm your host, Ruby. You can follow my Twitter at rubymay1993. Follow my Instagram at young.goddess.memes. And you can also follow on Facebook, and that is A Slut with Morals. All right, so let's get started. Tonight, I don't have a script. I'm going to kind of just be talking out of my ass, I guess. I was trying to get home, and if you guys don't know, the show is centered in Dallas. And I was trying to get home, right? And I couldn't. Mostly because of the protests that are going on. There's about 40 cops in blocking every single street that I try to get home with. And um, I feel like 2020 has been an extremely huge eye-opener, you know? I feel like we can't do anything anymore. And surprise, you know, the city's on lockdown for the next three days again. And it almost seems like, like, what else? can be thrown in our direction, right? A lot of us have been put on furlough. A lot of us have completely just lost our jobs. We're relying on a stimulus check that, fuck it, let's be honest, it probably did help for the first month that it was here, but uh, the government doesn't even know when the second stimulus check will be out. Um, Actually, let me Google that. Yeah, it says um, the government doesn't want to do a second stimulus check. And, I mean, even by the time that a second stimulus check does pass, it'll, it won't even be until this month, June. It's June 1st, you know? But there's no details. Um, not only that, but the way that this pandemic has been going with all of these protests, you guys, God, I really hope that you guys are wearing masks because... The, the COVID-19 virus, it's not going to show up within 24 hours. No, you guys, this is a virus. It literally, it takes days for it to even, for the first fucking um, symptom to show up, you know? So it, I, I saw this on my Facebook and some chick had posted, you know, like, if the coronavirus was real, why isn't anyone else, you know, where's all the new um, status updates? Well... They're coming, you guys. Give it about two weeks. This this whole, I mean, coronavirus, fucking murder hornets, fucking this lockdown, this shutdown, it has made our psychological issues become more intense because there are people out there that are taking the lockdown seriously and the shutdown seriously. And so they're locked away in their homes you know, and it's been, what, three months or so now? It feels like even longer. Um, and they've just been locked away at home, not really talking to anybody. I mean, even, you know, apps on your phone, they get boring. You can't just keep staring at apps on your phone, you know? You want to experience your life. That's what life is about. You want to just go out and do things. You want to go on a road trip. You want to see the world. You want to go to work. You want to visit your friends. You want to visit family. 
you know, and you can't do that. Why? Because this thing has us all in our apartments, in our homes, in our basements, in, you know, and I mean, yeah, at first it was funny, but now it's like, wow, this shit is real. This shit is intense. This shit is, you know, it's, it's making us look deeper into ourselves and our mental capabilities, you know, and our mental health and it's deteriorating. I mean, my kiddo, my oldest is eight years old and she has been so, for lack of a better word, but depressed. She's just been, you know, looking up videos on her phone and there's no school anymore. So it's not like she's just sitting there doing homework anymore. She's not doing any of that. She's legit. I mean, for weeks, you guys, she begged me for a hamster or a bunny or anything, you know, and I finally gave in and I was like, you know what, why not? And you guys, this was the first time I saw my kid smile in weeks. And if that doesn't tell you what this shit is doing to our youth and ourselves, it's depressing, honestly. But, but I try, you know, I try to lighten mood. I try to make things better. I try to put jokes out there and memes and I'm tweeting. And um, obviously I'm not tweeting about the political stuff because everyone has a different side to it. But as someone that has witnessed, I'm not black. I am Latina. Uh, my mother is Mexican. My father is Dutch and French. And as a Hispanic woman in this community, I have not only been a victim of racism, but I've also witnessed it several times over my lifetime. And I'm only 26 years old. I'm 26 years old and racism is still an issue. See, the only political view I have here is that, uh, I feel like we should all just fuck each other. You know, I feel like that, I mean, I'm no expert here, but I feel like that would absolutely just, you know, knock that racism down, you know, get a little bit of jungle fever in you and just fucking get some, you know, whatever melatonin you don't have, go out and find it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the joke that I have there. But in all honesty, I mean, obviously I'm here and I'm going to talk about other stuff. I'm not just going to keep it depressing this whole entire episode. Um, something that happened to me, uh, last week was I had an absolute Joey moment. And so, so I meet this guy, right. And he invites me over and I'm like, sure. You know what? Send the, uh, send the address. He's promising a night of Breaking Bad and a foot massage. And guys, if you don't know what I do for a living, um, I pretty much walk seven miles a day. I work in a hospital and, um, Jesus Christ. And yeah, it's about six to seven miles a day that I walk. And so by the time that I get home, my feet are purple. They're not even pink. Like when I first started working there at this hospital, like I walked a lot, you know, um, and I thought it was a lot, but it wasn't. I mean, I was barely like at three miles a day. And now since the whole COVID-19 shit happened, it's like six, seven miles a day because you're running up and down. You're trying to get to this patient and that patient and you're helping your, your coworkers and, you know, your manager calls you up here because they need you on the 15th floor and down on the 12th floor and on the 6th floor. And you're just going all over the fucking place, you know, not to mention that the cafeteria is on the other side of the fucking hospital. So you get hungry 
it's a bad tip, you know? You just gotta fucking walk. And sometimes I see the transporters in my hospital and I'm like, fuck. I would kill to be in that wheelchair right now. And that's fucked up. So anyway, so this guy, Zach, he's promising to put rub right. And I'm like, fuck, it's already like 2 a.m. I'm on my way home. And I'm like, you know what? I could actually go for a fucking foot rub. So there I go on my way to his neighborhood. And so on my GPS, I'm on my way there. And I start looking around and I'm like, I've seen that house before. And I start looking around a little bit more and I'm like, yeah, this neighborhood, this whole neighborhood looks really familiar. And so I turn into his community and I'm like, uh, and you guys, the look on my face must have been like, I just ate shit. Like I was so just confused and I'm like, have I fucked this dude? And I don't even remember. And I'm seriously just like flabbergasted. And I'm looking around and I'm like, I've been here before. And I look up and I'm like, yeah, I've been to that house before. Anyway, so Zach comes out and he gives me his little visitor pass and he puts it on my car. And I look over at him and I'm like, hey. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, you don't happen to live over at that house, do you? And he looks at the house I'm pointing at and then he looks at me and he's like, yeah. He goes, why? And I said, uh... Do you have a roommate named Drew? And he legit, he drops his dog's leash. You know, he's like, yeah, how do you know Drew? And I am getting, (laughs) and I'm getting so embarrassed. And I'm just like, oh, fuck you guys. It is so hard to embarrass me. Like you could fart in front of me. I could fart in front of you and I won't give a fuck. You know, that's a normal bodily function. Like I'm just not going to give a shit. If honestly, if I got to fucking take a shit, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to the bathroom. If I clog your toilet, I'm so fucking sorry. Anyway, I know it's sexy, right? But I'm like looking at at Zach and I'm looking at his house and I'm like, is Drew your roommate? And he goes, yeah. How do you know Drew? And I started laughing because I'm like I said, I'm embarrassed. You know, normally when I'm nervous or I get embarrassed, I just start laughing because I don't know how to react to the situation. And of course, I'm going to laugh like shit's funny, you know? And he goes, dating app? And I was like, Tinder. And he's like, yeah. And instead of us like pulling apart, like we probably should have, we were like, you know what? If you're down, I'm down. So we go into his house and everything is exactly as I remember it. And I'm like, fuck, like it is just the funniest fucking thing. And I'm like looking at everything and I'm looking at Zach and I'm like, Drew's not going to wake up, is he? And he's like, no, Drew is... um." You know, he's like, nah, I'm I'm the night owl. Like, Drew is going to, you know, not be up until about 6.45, 7 a.m. Anyway, so we go to his room. (laughs) We go to his room, and he's massaging me, and we're watching Breaking Bad. And I fucking love Breaking Bad, okay? Like, to me, Breaking Bad is just so great. Um, And I finally finished it, and then I watched El Camino. But anyway, so later on, we're, like, we're still watching this episode of Breaking Bad, and he goes, you know what? You're more than wa- you're more than welcome to spend the night, but we're gonna have to confront the Drew situation in the morning. And I just looked over at him and I went, I don't think I'm ready for that. Like honestly, out of all the fucking civilians in Dallas, out of all the fucking Tinder, you know, all the dating apps and shit, 
how is it that I fucking got with fucking roommates? You know, like that's, that has to be literally a one in a million chance. Seriously. Like I have people on my Bumble right now and it says like over 50 people like me. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that over 50 people find me attractive, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with the Drew situation in the morning. So I, I put, you know, my socks and my shoes on and we finished the episode and, you know, once the episode's over, I get the fuck out. And so I'm driving home and I'm still laughing because I'm like, how in the shit did I just have a whole Joey episode? Now, if you guys don't know, there's an episode on Friends where Joey, you know, he walks into this, this apartment and he's like, he sits on the couch and he's like, I've sat on, I've sat on this couch before. He looks up at the picture that's on the wall and he's like, I've, I know that picture, you know, he's like, I know I've seen that picture. And then there's a cactus. And then he's like, oh, is it fake? And he like goes to touch it and it's not a fake cactus. And he like, you know, gets a splinter and he's like, oh, fuck. You know, and like, that's when he realizes he's like, I already fucked this chick and I don't even remember. So anyway, (laughs) later on in the episode, he ends up finding out that it wasn't her. It was her roommate anyway. So it, it was just like, oh, fuck. Like it was, it was just really terrible. And what is the odds what are the odds that these two men have the same taste of women, right? Like, that was just so fucking awkward to me. Like, that was just so weird. I, I mean, it was funny, but it was just, you know, it was so weird. Like, that never happened to me my whole entire life. I mean, at least if they would have been roommates or something, you know? Like, that would have been cool. Like, that would have been all right. But nah, they were fucking roommates. Like, literally... When I fucked Drew, he was probably, like, right in the next room, like, listening to everything. And me and Drew went at it like fucking animals, you know? Like, we probably about five or six times that night. Shit was amazing. So, I mean, not that this guy wasn't, but it was just like, holy shit, you know? What are the fucking odds? That shit was so, so, so crazy. Anyway, I never heard back from Zach, so... I guess, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm still like thinking about it and I'm like laughing at it in my head. I I don't even mean for this to be like a really boring podcast. It's just that this is like the first time this shit has ever happened to me. So it's still new to me. And I really hope that it never happens to me ever again. You know, normally I don't tend to fuck, you know, guys that live with other people. Um, And that's just because of this type of shit. Uh, Also, normally when a guy has a roommate, he's like, you have to keep it down. You have to keep it down because like my roommate and it's just like, ugh gross it's like you may as well just have children you know what I mean like we can't fuck or anything without them like wondering like who's being murdered or whatever Ugh. anyway (laughs) so another thing that I wanted to talk about was uh sorry I'm I'm texting this guy back on bumble it's so rude of me right um 
Shit, I had something else that I wanted to say and I totally lost it. Fuck, and I'm hungry too. Like, I should have eaten at work. And I think that right now, because of the lockdown, everything's closed. This is some bullshit, you guys. I'm so fucking over this. First, it was the COVID-19. This is so, so stupid. And you know, what's funny too, is like today I wore my shirt that says free hugs, just ask. And uh, I can't because of social distancing, you know? This, this shit is just so radical to me, you know, like those of us, you know, we're, we're going to be able to talk about this shit with our kids. Like not, not just our kids, but it I mean, if you don't have kids right now, obviously, you know, you can't talk about this with them right now, but you're, you're also going to be able to talk about this with your grandchildren. Your kids are going to be able to talk about this with their children. Like we're living in a whole fucking, in the middle of a fucking history book chapter, you know, do you guys realize that? Like we're all here and our kids are going to, our kids, kids are going to read about this shit in fucking Hillman or whatever it was called. That fucking history book that you had to read in school. That was like really huge and obnoxious. And you always had to make like the paperback shit and you had to like fold it for class. And then you drew all over it and then your friends drew all over it. And then next thing you know, you're not even fucking paying attention because you're drawing on this bitch. Yeah, that shit. That fucking big-ass book. You guys know which textbook I'm, I'm talking about. I mean, this shit is just ridiculous. Um, oh, something that I did want to talk about is... Um, so I ended up putting on my, fa- on my Facebook and on my Twitter. And I said... Uh, I tweeted out... Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. I tweeted out, honest hour, why are you single? And some of these answers... really resonated with me. Um, And that's just because, you know, we all think that we're different, but a lot of us are extremely similar. Um, Like I said, you know, unfortunately with this uh, population and with YouTube and all of this shit and social media, like we've diluted our originality, right? And a lot of us, uh, or a hand, or a handful of us, like we still have that originality because we grew up with fucking ADHD, you know, and never fucking diagnosed until we were older, you know, i.e. me. And anyway, so I tweeted out, "Honest hour, why are you single?" And this is mostly men follow me, and so ladies, if you're listening to this, I want I want you to listen to this, okay? First one says, my crazy doesn't match their crazy on the right levels. So I don't even want to know what that means. Because, I mean, honestly, I don't play the psycho card. You know, I'm not crazy. I'm really laid back and I'm chill. And my idea of fun is going out to a bar, uh, putting on the jukebox, uh, scratching a beard, bearded man beside me and just hanging out while listening to the music and just hanging out and vibing, you know. Um, another one said, I don't think I'm attractive, attractive enough to meet a girl willing to get to know me. And that one makes me sad like that. Like I've told you guys before, I have certain insecurities of myself. And that one is that I don't have straight teeth. And when men tend to look at my lips, the first thing I'm thinking of, oh, great. Now he's going to think I'm unattractive because my teeth aren't perfect. This next one says, I can't seem to keep anyone interested. 
Many disappear after first dates, a lot of times with no explanation or communication. That's being ghosted, my friend. I'm sorry to hear that. And I have another one that says, I have, a fem- I have yet to meet a female that truly believes in my career or my dream, as you would call it. No respect when you come home late and cheating. And it says, I'm not. I live with my wife and four teenager daughters. Being the only male in the house is a crazy learning experience. And some days are wonderful and some are a war zone. Um, yeah, you really, you guys, if this is something about single people, please leave it to the single people. It's a thread for single people. Dumbasses. Another one put, I'm difficult. Another one says, because I'm an asshole. I'm lovable at times, but still an asshole. I enjoy my quiet and solitude. I don't do drama. And also, I'm a porn addict. Well, sounds like you have a problem. You should probably fix it. Um, Another one says, I have an extremely hard time letting people in. I understand that. Um, Another one says, I'm a caregiver for over 20 years. And it's been so hard to find, uh, find someone that understands this type of schedule. Fuck. Yeah. I get that so fucking much. And you know, what's so crazy is that like when you tweet things out like this, it it is, it amazes me how much people are willing to open up to a total and complete stranger. Listen to this because I was an asshole to my ex-wife. Unlucky and bad decisions. I'm trash and I can't afford decent dates or a decent apartment. All right. Time sounds like you gotta, you know, work on that one. And this chick puts, it's not me. It's the guys that just don't want to commit. And I feel that so fucking hard. So here I am. Right. And the thing is, is that I don't necessarily want to find love. I want to find consistency. I want to find one person that I can fuck whenever, wherever, Whenever, you know, time is allowable, I want someone that is available for spontaneity, you know? I want that excitement. I still want that thrill. I want that passion. I want to be kissed until my fucking, you know, I can't fucking feel my toes, you know? That's what I want. And unfortunately, you can't build that when you have a lot of one-night stands. Um, Or if you have a one-night stand and then they go days without talking to you, And I'm like, bro, if you can legit go 48 hours without talking to me, do me the fucking favor and don't talk to me at all. Go the rest of your life without talking to me. I want someone that can actually say, hey, what's up every single day. Even if it takes me a while to text back because they understand that I have a busy schedule and I have two kids and I work a lot. And, you know, I'm still trying to do the whole fucking distance learning shit with my kid and I'm in school and I'm doing all of this shit and I'm still trying to make time for this podcast, even though now it's only once a week where before I was doing it like, you know, once every other day. And um, so, guys, when a woman actually likes you, fucking make time, even if it's just a fuck, just let her know that you're available for her. You know, yes, you probably do have a gazillion other options, but if the sex was good and you guys vibed good and, you know, you guys make each other laugh, why not continue that? What is so scary about that? And if neither of you wants a relationship, put that on the table first. Make sure that neither of you wants a relationship and not one of you is hiding that you actually want a relationship because that's what's going to fuck you over in the end. Honestly, be real, you know. I remember doing an Instagram live 
and I was so fucked up. And that's the only thing that I could say is just be real. Like, I remember being so just, I think it was like, I had just gotten my heart broken over this guy that didn't want anything to do with me. Um, But I was just like head over heels for him. And the fucked up part is that like, he knew, you know, and and that's the thing too, is that like, I didn't want a relationship, but I still wanted his connection. Like I still wanted to be the thing that he wanted, you know? once again, I was in school, I was working full time, I had my two kids, I picking my, my kids doing the PTA thing or PTO or what the fuck ever. All of that shit, you know, that honestly, if you're doing all of that stuff, that's going to be such a hard thing to be able to manage a relationship on top of all of that. Because sometimes a relationship is actual work. You both have to work. If you guys really like each other, you of course you're going to work at it, you know? But if you have to work at your relationship, and it's not as easy flowing, or you have so many other chores and so many other options and so many other fucking things that you've got to do in the day that a relationship is actually a fucking chore. Don't be in a relationship. Understand that you both have a good time together. Understand that you are probably not in a place in your life where you can afford this relationship or you can afford time to invest in an actual relationship, which is dates and coffee dates and cooking for each other and sex beyond all means and this and that and whatever entails in a relationship you know your relationship your rules or whatever but definitely don't lead someone on if you can't invest that time to have an actual relationship and that's what I have to say about that um just remember that you know if you want to fuck fuck but be upfront about it And if you say, I want to consistently fuck, also be upfront about it. And that's the thing too, is that I feel like I fucked up potential relationships because I'm not scared. I don't hold back on things that bother me. I don't sit there and I let the little things bottle up and then I become this fucking volcano and I just erupt and then I go psycho. No, if something bothers me, I let you know then and there that something is bothering me. You know what I mean? I talk it out like an actual adult. And I'm not a psycho bitch. Like, and I feel like all these men are just so used to that because fucking women are toxic, right? But so are men. Men can be toxic too. But I don't do that. I let you know what's bothering me. And I've said it before. If I tell you what's wrong and you don't change, that's a red flag. And for me, red flags are fucking deal breakers. It's not something that can be, you know, discussed. Like, I already discussed it with you. You want to keep doing it? Then you can get the fuck out. All right? I'm not here to to badger you. I'm not here to nag you. I'm not here to be your fucking mom. You already have one of those. Hopefully, if you don't, I'm sorry. You know, I'm here to be your best friend, dude. I'm here to fucking support you in in what the fuck ever. You know, I'm, I'm here to just push us forward. That's what I want. But right now, I can't afford that. Right now, I don't have the time for that. Right now, everything in my life is finally falling into place that honestly, a man right now would just be horrendous unfortunately now yes i do have sex i do have a lot of sex um i've actually gone a whole week without sex i don't know why something is obviously wrong with me what the fuck right but hey that's what's going on right now and it doesn't help that the fucking city's on lockdown and everyone's like oh my god i'm so scared to break the rules Ugh, suck a dick seriously i really want to anyway where was I? Right. So be real, be upfront about what the fuck you want. And if it's not a relationship, let that person know, 
the, the worst thing that that person's gonna say is, well, I do. And then what? Oh no, are you gonna leave them on? No, don't fucking leave them on. Let them know, hey, all right, well then this stops here. You know, once again, be real, be honest, be vocal, and things will go a lot smoother. And that's honestly, it's all about communication. And that's why relationships go fucking slow. Yeah, if maybe me and you do start hooking up and it's consistent and then it leads to something else because, hey, you find that I'm actually a really fucking decent person and I'm hilarious. Ooh, excuse me, that I'm hilarious. Why aren't you going to want to be around me? You know, if I make your day better, if I'm the best part of your day, why wouldn't you want to be around that? But for right now, Let's keep it as a fuck. Let's keep it in the bedroom. Let's keep it on the fucking kitchen island for right now. Um, The bathroom counter, top of the washing machine, the couch, the floor, the floor in front of the fireplace, the floor in front of the TV, floor in front of the bed, shower, bathroom counter, closet. Let's keep it there, right? But until then, until we both really, really, really like each other, like, unfortunately, I just don't have the time for it. And I don't have time for lies. And I don't have time to be dragged around. And I feel like that is why I am single. Because the second that you piss me off and you don't want to change and you don't want to different, you know, you don't want to make different decisions, I'm not going to be there to beg you to do it. I'm not going to be there to beg you to change. I'm not going to be there to beg you at all. I don't chase after men. I don't run after men. I don't want to. Because that's really fucking just exhausting anyway you guys 10 seconds left i love you all be safe wash your hands don't forget to follow my twitter okay love you